Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams, and I am I'm so honored that you took the time to click on this podcast. Thank you for joining me again for another episode. You guys, we are in the month of July and we are refreshing the fearful soul. If you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and to tune into that episode. It was dealing with overcoming the fear of rejection, overcoming the fear of rejection. And we touched on John 14 and 27 that talks about how Jesus, he is our peace and he's given us peace. He's left us with peace. His word says, so you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to let your heart be troubled. And God gave me three words in in that scripture and for that episode, peace, control, and walk. I'm not going to explain what that is, how I, how it all tied in, but those three words of how it can help you overcome the fear of rejection. So I want you to go back to last week's episode, if you missed it, to catch it again, write down some notes. God has really been blessing me and opening my eyes during this topic in the series just for myself. And first, before we get started into this week's episode, I just want to say if you are new here, this is your first time joining, clicking in, thank you so much for joining, you know, Refreshing the Soul. It's founded on Matthew 11, 28 through 30, that pretty much I paraphrase it. It says that when we are heavy, when we are burdened, we can come to him. Right. It says we come to him. He will give us rest for our souls. And he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for he's gentle. He's easy. He's light. And that's how he wants us to live. That's how he wants our life to, he wants our life to flow. And when we read that, one of the things that always just stands out to me, so much of it does, but rest, rest for the soul. So rest is not just for the body. It's not just about sleeping and laying down. And some of us, we can go to sleep, but we're not really resting. You know, there are things that could be on our mind, things that could be weighing in our soul. And so that word rest means to refresh. And so that is what this podcast is about. It's about dealing with the things that could be weighing in your soul and helping you come to a refreshing in God. One of the first thing it says is come to me. You know, it's just come. It's an invitation. And I don't know about you today, but if you, if there's any fear or anything you're afraid of, you know, God is saying, you know, that is a weight (laughs) that is heavy. And I didn't create you to fear. You know, fear is not from God. You know, God wants us to live a life where that's free of anxieties, free of worry, free of weariness. And it really does start with coming to him. This podcast episode is called Overcoming the Fear to Trust. And I kind of debated back and forth if I should put again at the end. I don't know. I may put it. I don't know. Because I believe for some people, you know, we've been hurt. 
We've been wounded. Somehow someone may have breached our trust. And we may be put in a position where we maybe we need to trust again. Maybe God is saying, okay, I want you to work on trusting again. I know you've been hurt. I know you've been let down. I know you've been afraid or betrayed and you're afraid to trust again, but it's time to trust again. You know, I'm in a position, I'm in a place right now in my life where God has restored my relationship back with my kid's father. And in the past, and I've talked about this, you know, when we were married, we were married for 10 years and I experienced a lot of infidelity in our marriage. So our, our trust was broken. My trust was broken. And so here God is. He's bringing us back together. Okay. I want y'all to recognize that it is God. It is not something that we saw after on our own. We, we definitely tried before and it failed, <laughs> but we know it's God. And God can restore broken places. He can restore a broken heart. And he knows the things that you've been through. He knows where your trust was broken. And we have to really bend our hearts and our ears to hear, what is your way, God? Because this is hard. This is painful. And I'm telling you, I've been, (laughs) that's all I know to do because I'm like, God, it's you who put us back together. It's you who wants this to work. And so it's you who has to tell me the way to do this. So this overcoming fear to trust or to trust again, I just want to share with you some things that God has been sharing with me. I am still in this. I'm still practicing what I'm preaching today, but I'm honored to be able to just share what God has put on my heart for me to give to you. So overcoming the fear to trust, we have, well, first of all, let's talk about fear and what that is. Just as the definition, um, it says it's this natural, powerful, primitive human emotion. It involves a universal biochemical response as well as a high individual emotion response. You know, you can feel fear in your body. You know, you can feel it. It says fear alerts us to the presence of danger or the threat of harm, whether the danger is physical or psychological. So right now, just imagine, I just remember growing up and I was terrified of dogs. I was terrified of dogs. I don't think I ever saw someone get hurt by a dog. I just, one, we never had a dog. So I never got it. I never had a chance to experience what it was like to live with dogs or to have a relationship with dogs. Because, you know, there are so many dog lovers out there and they're like, how could you be afraid of dogs? They're the sweetest and cutest thing. Well, that wasn't my story. That wasn't my perspective. That wasn't my life. And because I never had a relationship with them, when I saw them, I always saw them as mean and growling and they're looking like they want to eat me or something. (laughs) And I remember one day, Coming home from school, and it's funny because we never rode the bus ever, but for whatever reason, this day we did. We rode the bus home from school, We were and we were walking back to our house, and I think it was my, me and my brother, and there was a dog who was off his leash, and immediately I felt the presence of danger. <laughs> I felt threat of harm. I felt fear, and I began to run. <laughs> I begin to run, you guys. And I think they say, you know, don't run. Or I don't know, maybe they sense fear. 
I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about dogs. So I begin to run, and so does my brother. And my brother leaves me. <laughs> He's faster than me. I run. And what do you think the dog do? Dog does. He begins to run too. And he's chasing us. I don't even, and I can't tell you the rest of that story, how it ended. I didn't get bit or anything. I was able to make it back home. I do not know how. I don't know if he eventually ran off somewhere else, but I don't think I've ever ran faster in my entire life. I was so scared, you guys. I was so scared. And, you know, I'm just thinking, because I never had a relationship with something, I assume with this dog or with any dogs, my perspective toward the dog was already skewed in a way of it's dangerous. I made the assumption, I made the story of what it was. So sometimes when we fear trusting, it could be our perspective. And that's one of the words I want to give you. There's three words I want to give you today. I'm kind of going out of order of the words. It's poor perspective and protection. Poor perspective and protection is three words. Perspective, let's talk about that first since God's leading us here. Sometimes our perspective of the thing that we are fearing is skewed. A lot of times because we have not had the appropriate relationship with the person, the thing, whatever it is, because we have not experienced it in a way that is God-intentional, God-designed. Even our relationships toward, I would say, our parents or our father figures, when we have had a relationship that is not God-intended, sometimes that can bleed over into our relationship towards a significant other or even towards God. Even towards God, the way we view God and who he is, because our father did not love us right or did not know how to show us love and attention and affection, we see God in the same light. Our perspective of how we see him and who he is may automatically be in this, he's just a punisher. God is just, he's just mean. I can't talk to him. And now I fear him. And God, yes, he wants us to fear him, but not in a way where we can't talk to him. He wants us to fear him in a way of where we reverence him, where we love him. And so sometimes we can fear trusting something that we have not, we have never had the right experience with. Catch what I'm saying. I actually put in my devotional, Rest for the Soul, one of the devotions. I talk about how I remember one morning talking to God and praying and telling him, you know, just God, whatever you want, that's what I want, whatever you want. And he was like, no, what do you want? That morning, He, I heard him specifically say, but what do you want? And I remember God was taking me to this wall of a place that I feared, that I kept guarded, that I kept protected. And that place was this vulnerable place in me of emitting my desires, emitting my wants. And he's saying, you're afraid to tell me what you want. He said, because you never had that experience with your father where you can tell him what you want. And there are hidden desires that you did want from him. And he wasn't able to fulfill those things for you. And then you're also afraid because of the marriage you had with your husband. You told him your wants. You told him your desires. And he didn't meet those. He failed. He lied. He cheated. 
And so now you've guarded this place in your heart. You've protected this place in your heart. And you see me, your perspective toward me is just like, it's just the same as to your father and to your ex-husband. He said, but I'm not your father. I'm not your ex-husband. I'm God. I can't lie. And while I know the hidden desires and the wants in your heart, you have to, you have to tell me. You have to let me into that place. And that's what trusting is. You, you know, trusting is being vulnerable, is letting in, letting someone into this vulnerable place. And so I believe too, with this overcoming this fear to trust, you're also overcoming this fear of getting hurt. You're overcoming the fear of getting hurt again. I believe one, this goes to the word pour. We got to pour this out to God. We have to pour this out to God and be honest with even that. God, I, I fear trusting again because I just don't want to be hurt. And it starts with just being honest. And that's what he was nearing me to that wall of just being honest. Trusting someone requires being honest with yourself. And we got to be honest with ourselves. We got to be honest with God. Pour it out to God. Tell him. Tell him that you're afraid. In that moment when God asked me that, I revealed that. I said, God, what I want, you know what? I want to be married again. I was afraid to say it because in the past, I would trust someone with my wants. I would trust someone with my desires, and they never met it. And here I am years later from that day when I told God, I want to be married again. And he responded. He said, I want you to be married again too. That desire is there because I put it there. And here I am, (laughs) not only... I'm sure we're definitely on the road to marriage, but not only on the road to marriage, but even to with the one that broke my heart. My perspective has changed of him. My perspective has changed of God. But notice how God had to, I had to pour it out to God first. I had to let God in a place, a fearful place in my heart first before I could be in a place where I can let a man in. One I want to encourage you is one, poor. Pour it out to God. Pour out your fears. Be honest with him. Be vulnerable with him. God is not like the man that hurt you, the woman that hurt you. I don't know who's listening today. God wants to be your safety. He wants to be your protection. He wants to show you that he is a man that does not lie, that does not cheat, that won't let you fall, that will carry you. That's something that I hear from him over and over again. Every time I run to him when I fear that something bad is going to happen or I'm nearing this place again where I was hurt in this area, that's something that I hear him say. He said, I won't let you fall. I won't let you fall. Right now, by a show of hands, who's ever did the trust fall? You know, the trust fall when someone stands behind you and you have to fall. You have to fall back into their arms. Right. And you fall back, not not holding yourself up, you know, but literally letting yourself completely go. That's a word right there. Let you have to literally let yourself completely go all the fears in you to literally fall back and trust the arms of someone else. That trust fall. 
when we are fearing trusting, it's like we are so, all the weight is on us. We're heavy. You know, we're heavy. And that's that place that Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, where he says, come to me all who are heavy. If you are heavy, if you have fear in your soul, you're heavy with something. You're not letting all of yourself completely go. And so when we pour, when we start to pour it out, we're getting rid of the heaviness. Even if you're, even if you're still feeling a fear by you coming to God, it's like you're releasing it, the weight off of you. And where I got that word pour from, I was listening to Tasha Cobb's song that says, pour it out. And there's a part in there where she said, if you fear, if you fear trusting, pour it out, pour it out. And I'm like, wow, that's it. I don't have to hold all of this weight by myself on my own. I got to give it to God. You know, when we fear and something scares us, what do we do? We hold our breath. We hold it in. And now everything is in you. And you're getting shortness of breath. You're losing life. And God is saying, release, release what's, what's going on in you. Release. Tell me about it. Talk to me, daughter. Talk to me, son. Tell me you're afraid. Tell me you don't know what to do. Because now I'm releasing it. I'm pouring it out. The weight now, I'm putting it on God. I'm trusting him. I'm falling into his arms. And also, it's we got to do it with a heart that's open to hear. Now, what do you have to say on the other side of this, God? What is your perspective? How should I see this thing? How should I see myself? That perspective is not even, it's not just about how do we see the thing in front of us, but how do we see ourselves? Do you see yourself as a child of God, a child who is protected? Do you see yourself as someone who does not, who has a safe place to run to? And I believe when you allow God to respond to you, that closeness you have with him, that source of protection you begin to have in him, you'll be able to experience that. Now you're not walking around overfilling this fear of trusting because now you're you're experiencing what it's like to be in a relationship where you can trust someone, where you can trust God. And so now that I'm, I'm having experience with this, when now it comes time for me to experience this with someone else, or whatever it is, God can go with me in this thing because I trust him. And I know whatever he says, or wherever he's going to lead me is not going to be in a place to harm me. That's going to cause me to feel threatened for by danger because I know he is protecting me. That leads me to our weekly meditation scripture for this week. It's Psalms 27 and 1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, David, he was in a place where he was saying, you know, the wicked came up against him. He had enemies and foes, but still in it, because he knew who God was, he exalted God over the things that was against him. And because of that, he was like, why why do I have to fear? Why are you here, fear? (laughs) God is here with me. I also like the NLT version. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? 
wow, the Lord is my fortress. That Lord is my strength. You know, there's so many definitions with that strength. I looked it up, the strength of my life. It means strong, fortress, rock, stronghold, refuge, fort, a defense, harbor, a place to run in, a place to find safety, a fortified place. Do you know that God is your hiding place? He is your fortified place. He is your safety. He is your protection. So many of us, because we are so fearful of trusting again, we have become our own protection. We have become our own rock, our own fortress. We run into the same place that we're so used to going in ourselves. And sometimes when we do not still that fear, when we don't put that fear to rest, we will allow ourselves to run, whether it's from state to state, church to church, man to man, wherever we, we will run. And God is saying, but I want you to run in and hide in me. I am your protection. Poor perspective and protection. Poor perspective, protection. I want you to think of those three words, whichever word that stands out to you the most that you feel like I need work in this area. I need to pour more or I need to work on my perspective of how I see myself, how I see God and how I'm seeing this thing. Or maybe you're saying, Hey, you know what? I have been protecting myself. I've been saying, Oh, let me not do this. So I don't get hurt here. Or let me go and do this so that way no one has to worry about this with me because I'm good or I'm just going to leave because he's not understanding what I'm saying and I don't want to keep saying da da da. No, you're not your own protection. You don't have to do that. God wants you to trust fall with him. He's saying, you know, just give it to me. And maybe for some of you, it's all three. I need to pour out. <laughs> I need God to give me perspective. I need to release myself from being my own protection. Wherever you're at, those those words, I, I really want it to resonate with you. It's been resonating with me. God is our fortress. You don't have to be your own fortress. There's someone that you can fall back into the arms of and feel safe with. And that's God. Can I read the Passion Translation to you? It says, the Lord is my revelation light to guide me along the way. He's the source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect me. Do not run from God. Run toward God. When you feel fear, I'm telling you this week, I felt fear. I dropped on my knees. That needs to be the, the first course of action. Fear, bam, God, what are you saying? Drop to your knees, turn your head in a corner, close your eyes, whatever it looks like. You turn, you pour to God immediately. In his presence, there is no fear. God will give you perspective. God will remind you who you are, that you are my child. You don't have to fear anyone. I got you. I'm holding you. I'm carrying you through this. Yes, you can face this. Yes, you are undefeated because I'm undefeated. Yes, I'm walking with you. Follow me. I hear that right now for someone. God is saying, follow me. Don't follow what you used to do. Don't follow what you think you're supposed to do. Follow me. Hear what I am saying. I will lead you. 
I will lead you into that resting place. I will lead you into that place you want to go. I know the desires of your heart. I know what you really want. And I know how to get you there. Follow me. I'll keep you from harm. I'll keep you from, from danger. Amen. Amen. I pray that you were blessed by this message. I pray that you share this message with someone. If you're listening to this and you know someone else is dealing with fear and this is something that can bless someone else, share it. Share it. God wants rest in the hearts of his, his children. Tonight, he don't want you to feel fear. He don't want you to fear trusting. There are people he's going to put in your path that he wants you to trust, that you, he wants you to have the right perspective of. Yes, we ought to love God with all of our hearts, but it also says to love others just as we love ourselves. And I believe the more we trust God, the more we will trust his will, the things that he puts in front of us, the way he wants us to go, the people that he wants us to be connected to. Amen. So let's end with our confessions for today. Say this with your heart. Believe this with your heart. The Lord is my light, guiding and showing me how to trust again. The Lord is my defender, protecting me from harm. I am safe in his arms. I choose to pour out to him when I feel fear. I choose to see that I am a child of God. I choose to run to him, my fortress, the source of my protection. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.